Hey, are you dealing with any new aches and pains in your body? Well, go on over to thepurplesage.store and take a look at some of the CBD-infused products that they have there for pain management. They have some pain patches. They have lotions. They have creams and salves. They've even got the droppers for the CBD oil that you can put under your tongue. So give it a try. Hopefully it'll help. And hey, don't forget about your pup. They've also got CBD dog treats because, hey, your pups, as they get older, they start to get aches and pains too. So go on over to thepurplesage.store to get all your CBD products. Thank you. We have a very special guest today. The one and only Kaylee has uh, graced us with her presence today. Been a long time coming. Been a while. Now that we're getting fired up on these podcasts, uh, it's time to get Kaylee introduced. So this is Kaylee. Kaylee is a, what is it, Jen? What? I don't know. Is it a Z? Is it a I don't, I don't know. Like I'm like right in between the millennials and the Gen Z. I'm that weird little like 2000 to 2002 era. Well, maybe 2002 is Gen Z, but that little like 2000s group, we, they, nobody knew where to place us. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of like yeah. a weird. I would have thought it was millennials because it was around the 2000. That was when the transition That's happened. But what I thought I was growing yeah. up and I was like, oh, I don't want to be a hipster. And then I don't want to be <laughs> those Gen Z kids. They're a little into Does anybody really want to be a hipster? You yeah. feel like hipsters want to be hipsters. Sure they're, they they're pretty dead set in their life. Absolutely. Top knots all the way. <laughs> and uh, uh, craft bourbons. Craft and, bourbons. Uh, uh, Homegrown home coffee. Home-brewed home beer. All that kind of stuff. So. Fantastic. All right. So we have uh, a particular topic today that Kaylee and I were discussing, and I thought it was interesting enough that we should bring it on. We're always uh, ex- trying to, uh, to push the boundaries of humanity here at the Intisizer Podcast. And one of those things is friends. Uh, it's a very important part of life to have friends, I think. You can't just go through life solo and expect that you're going to get very much out of this existence. So it's important to have friends. So Haley has a, what she called a, what was it? Uh, my little friend group. Friend group. Okay, friend group. That's simple yeah. enough. But what was unique about it was uh, that these are friends that have worked together but have never hung out together as friends. So clearly there is a different dynamic. From work personalities to social personalities. Now, I 100% disagree with that. I think you should be yourself wherever you are. If you're at work, if you're at play, if you're at church, whatever it is, you should be who you are. So, but this is a step in the right direction to help these people to kind of get uh, to know one another outside of work. Sometimes that can be confining, I guess is the best word for work. So we have a friend group. Yeah, now, friend this friend group consists of two people. We, we can exclude their names for now, off camera. All <laughs> right, so we need to uh, establish the difference between these two friends. Now, you said they have different personalities, correct? If you could expound on that. So Misty's more, like, extroverted but introverted. Like, she has a lot of anxiety. Uh, I said her. It's cool. 
And uh, she's wanted to come on here eventually, too. So if you ever need, like, more generational differences, uh, Misty's always been open to coming on. And she's always thought it's so cool. My dad's so cool. Um, <laughs> Not really. But anyway, go ahead. With uh, the friend that is uh, extrovert. Like, she wants to be extroverted and she wants to, like, create friend groups and stuff like that. But uh, I feel as though... She keeps trying to bring, she keeps trying to, like, make these connections with people and friends that she, they just fall through and they don't really, like, she'll hang out with them once and then it never, like, goes anywhere and she never hangs out with them again. Jackie's somebody that, like, I've hung out with since hiatus, which I worked at oh, wow. almost a year ago. Yeah, so, and she's pretty extroverted. Not a plug for hiatus, no, by the way. No, Okay. Screw them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need that. Hard to take that out of editing. All right. Well, carry okay. on. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> so, and I feel like this, their personalities mesh really well. We like the same extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be, I think it's going to be a fun time. Okay. We're going to go uh, to the Sweet Tooth Hotel in Dallas and do their little like scavenger hunt thing that they have. And take oh, a bunch of cute little fun. Instagram pictures. And yeah. It's going to be a fun little time. That sounds like a blast. So the introverted personality, it's, it's easy to get kind of stuck in that uh and it takes effort to get out of that and not only that when you do try to step out of that comfort zone and then you don't get any reciprocation that makes it even harder and then you kind of fall back into the introverted it's like wow i just tried to reach out to be friendly and then i got nothing back so now i feel self-conscious and now i'm going to fall back into my little sheltered space and and it's it's hard so again Hard to be introverted. It is hard. And with Misty, she used to be way more introverted in high school. And as she's gotten older and life has gone on, she's not. She, she wants to be more extroverted. She wants to go out and do these fun things and, like, be around people and have friends and be in a big friend group and stuff like that. But I feel like it's just, it's hard to still switch from that. And I used to be that super extroverted person. And then I switched into an introverted person. It's like we kind of just swapped personalities. And now we're trying to, like get our personalities back, but also like keep the aspects of the introverted thing that I like. I like that I take more self-care for my like self-care time now. Yeah. And um, I take self-care time. Yeah, mindfulness. mindfulness. I'm more like aware of myself and what I need to do and what I want to do with myself instead of, oh, this friend wants to do this. Let me drop everything and go do this. And I want to do this. And and just kind of jumping around crazy and not really focusing on what I wanted. But now, again, back to as an introverted personality, it's hard sometimes to find that balance. Again, you're seeking after maybe not approval, but at least some engagement. And so when someone does reach out to you and said, hey, we're going to go do this thing uh, tonight. Do you want to do it? There is a kind of a, a tendency to just want to drop whatever you're doing to to interact, to get that interaction. And yeah. so sometimes not the best, but again, it's steps. You know, you got to figure out what's going to work for you. And if it is something that you're dropping, like washing your cat, maybe that's okay. But if it's like maybe going to a a family outing, or maybe you don't like your family, uh, so maybe that's okay to drop. But there are things in your life, maybe paying your bills. (laughs) You've been putting that off till the last day of the month. Got to get those bills paid. But this big party just popped up. I want to go to the party. Yeah. Well, so again, these are life lessons that we've got to learn. Yeah. Luckily, I Managing learned it pretty ourselves. quick in high school. I senior year was a lot of dropping everything to go have fun and not uh, <clears throat> focus on Kaylee and focus on Kaylee. <laughs> but senior year, you know, they shouldn't really expect a whole lot out of senior year anyway. But they do. And also, <clears throat> I think school systems, that's a whole different. 
Oh yeah, we can definitely talk about school. Yeah. I definitely want to talk more about school. So let's let's move on to the extroverted personality. So the extrovert is just always active, always in your face. Seems like they've always got something going on, and and they can be very fun to be around, but they can also be very exhausting. Yeah, to be around highly extroverted people. So yes. uh, you want to elaborate maybe a little bit on the extroverted friend that you have. And well, here's the thing, though. The reason why I think they're going to work is because they both have an extroverted and introverted tendencies. They both like to be homebodies, but they also both like to go out. So mm. it's not like one person solely extroverted, one person solely, slow, solely introverted. It's it's that combination of the two that I think is going to mesh really well. Okay. But I feel as though, like that big extroverted personality, the one who's always trying to like go and do everything, they're probably the one who's the most sad and most lonely. They're the one who's like trying to like distract themselves with everything and just like I feel like that's what I did in high school. I tried to just surround myself with everybody and everything and and just not focus on what was making me sad or what um I was stressed out about. I just wanted to run off and go have fun, and do whatever and and be the life of the party. I think you've hit on a very important point about the extrovert sometimes being the one that is the saddest. They say that comedians are the saddest people in the room, that they are so in tune with their emotions and to be able to share those. But it's also that they're they're hiding a lot of pain inside uh, and that's how they deal with it. And sometimes extroverted people can be that way. They can be outgoing because there's some insecurity that they're trying to hide. They may have been an introverted person at some point. And just got tired of kind of sitting back uh, on the sidelines and wanted to kind of engage in life and jump out there and start doing some things. And sometimes they may take it a little bit overboard and they just start doing crazy things like wanting to go, you know, skydiving and, uh, you know, base jumping. And they just really try to, to push it over. But then there's those that just want to go out and have a good time. And there's nothing wrong with having a good time. Again, a good life balance is always important. So now, Kaylee, so you said you've gone from an extrovert or introverted to extroverted and maybe back and forth a couple of times. What do you do to try to find a balance between those two? Honestly, it's something that you uh, put me on. It's making lists. Dads mm. are smart sometimes, guys. <laughs> and so I work better when I can like write down and see what I need to do. If I can't physically see, oh, this is something I need to do, I'll just forget about it. Like speeding tickets, all those stuff. Oh, that's a thing. Oh, if I don't like have it written down or if I don't have a constant reminder about it. It comes with ADHD. I don't know if uh, anybody listening has that, but it's it's part of it. It's that object permanence. I just don't just gone. If I don't see it, it's gone. It's, it doesn't it doesn't exist in my brain. I don't know how to fix that. So, but list has been healthy. So I write down like what I need to do, and I'll do um, some of like my Kaylee's needs to do Kaylee's personal list. And then if I do enough of it, I'm like, okay, let's go have a party or let's go do something stupid as, um, a, reward, as a reward. Maybe. Yeah, there it's that go. whole like Perfect. reward thing. I feel as though I work very well with that, and yeah. I think that's a good a good plan. If you're struggling with like remembering stuff, just write it down. Honestly, write it down anywhere. Put it on your phone. On your phone is probably the best because you're always on your phone. Yeah. We always have the phone with you, which Dad doesn't like. He thinks we should take breaks from our phones. I have mm -hmm. a journal. I just like I said, if I don't see the journal every day, I'm gonna forget about it. I'm not gonna. I have so many journals. I've written like four pages in. I haven't done anything else with because I've completely forgotten about them. I'm like, oh, this is from like sixth grade. What the hell? <laughs> but how revelatory is it to go back and and see some insight on sixth grade Kaylee for like the and, two days I try to be productive member of society? Maybe, I mean, it's cool. You know, it's it's sometimes it's a snapshot in time that you kind of get to see. Depends upon how I guess how how open you were in those writings. I always find it. Therapeutic to go back through some older writings, uh, stuff that has happened that maybe that I did feel the the necessity to write down my thoughts and feelings on it. 
journaling has always been, we used to be a part of a group that was heavy into journaling and I just never really got that into it. There were spurts, like again, beginning of the year, everybody does that January, you know, new, yeah, re- new year's resolution thing. But yeah, so I, I, and I go through the same thing. And again, it's, it's a discipline thing. It's, you've got to, you've got to find, I'm finding as I've become an adult now in my mid forties, routines are such a critical part of my life. If I'm going to commit to do something, it's got to be part of a routine and I've got to set a time aside for it and, or else it's not going to happen. It'll, it'll start and then it'll just kind of fizzle, but it, it takes a commitment to make those changes in your life. And so I guess personality types are no different than that. If you yeah. are an introvert and you, you really want to kind of get out and explore life and see what's out there, you're going to have to just make a dedicated effort to do it. If you're extroverted and maybe you're starting to notice that you're, and and I don't mean this to, to get personal, but maybe people aren't calling you back. Maybe people aren't responding to your, uh, to you, you know, inviting them out to go do things because maybe you are just a little bit over the top. And, and sometimes that can be overwhelming for some people, even if they are extroverted, if you're just like that guy who's just bouncing off the walls, it, you may want to, try to tame that down a little bit because it could cause uh, a little bit of friction with people. And sometimes people don't like friction and then they find the best way to avoid that feeling is just to not be in that situation. And so dealing with friends, but that's also not to say that you shouldn't find people that are of your same like mind. If they like to be out there, just be safe. You know, don't, don't go driving 120 miles an hour uh, just for the rush. No need to uh, to do things that are dangerous to try to get your extroverted dopamine for the day. Just you know, try to keep it keep it down. Anything else about friend groups that you wanted to uh, touch on? Trying to find people with like minded things mm. is the hardest thing. I feel like I I feel like I got into an industry where everybody kind of has the same like minded things, mm. same fun extracurricular activities, the same like kind of feeling about life and just oh this is i'm supposed to be here to have fun like i want to enjoy my life and learn new experiences and go and do new things whereas in high school i met a lot of friends who were like oh i just want to party to party and be fucked up to be fucked up whereas i'm more interested in like the experiences now like i want to have memories i want to be like oh look at this fun thing i did when i was 20 or 21 and and like look i did all these crazy things and it's so much fun and i learned so many things from this i want to be that crazy grandma who has all the fun stories like you know it's just that finding those common grounds is the hardest mm, thing i think once you find those it's so easy and you can be like okay you like this thing and we like this thing you're part of the friend group now we're gonna go do this together or we're gonna go do this thing together like it's it's once you find something of common ground it's pretty easy to become friends with somebody it's continuing to learn them and see if they have like political differences that you can't get across or like other things that you can't get across. And you're like, oh, well, this sucks. And it's, it's, you have to find people who are like-minded and there's not that many people who have the same vibe as you do. And if you find a group of those people, then keep them. Yeah. Especially if they have the same like moral standards as you and they have the same like ideals on, on life. And like, if we're here to learn, then let's learn and let's do crazy things and learn instead of just be stupid to be stupid. <laughs> Right. Well, and I think a lot of that comes with maturity. Again, as a parent uh, who's had multiple teenagers, you know, they do things. And I did things whenever I was a teenager. And that's just part of growing up and part of figuring out who you are through time. But eventually, hopefully, you get to a point to where that you start to see, okay, risky behavior is fun, but it's probably not a good long-term plan. 
And so, but there's ways to have fun without being at risk or without putting other people at risk. And so sometimes that's caution is the better part of excitement, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But there was one other thing uh, that you touched on that I thought was interesting. So being hard to find people of like-minded. And I think we're living in an era now that is so unlike an era, any era that we've ever lived in that people from all over the world can interact with one another via the internet, chat groups, um, video game, whatever. There's ways to interact with people outside of your physical realm. And you may be able to find people who have like mind that are in other areas. And sometimes those can be fulfilling relationships as well. Uh, you know, chatting with a friend over the, over the internet, maybe that has moved off that is not still a friend, but you can still communicate with them a lot easier now than you used to be able to whenever I was growing up when it was writing letters. Uh, and that was the best that you could do. Yeah, like, so I have my friend Joyce. I've been friends with her since mm-hmm. I was 13. Mm-hmm. And she lives in Utah now. And we'll go a little bit without talking. But as soon as we talk, we're like, mm-hmm. best friends again. We, yeah. we, we go update our entire life stories from whatever three months that we stopped talking. And it's it's kind of crazy how how easy it is to just call her and be like, hey, this is everything crazy that's happened to me. And she'll tell me everything crazy that's happened to her. And it's just like starting right back up again. It's, it's, I don't think I I will ever have that connection with somebody ever again. I feel like that's pretty unique. I feel as though a lot of people, if you just kind of stop talking to them, it it just goes away. Like you don't keep that like same like-mindedness. You don't keep that. But like, even though we've gone through so many different experiences, we still have the same, like she went through the same church that we did and she still has the same stance on it as I do. And we're like, this is kind of crazy how we go through so many different things for our outlook and we still learn the same lessons that I feel like we're supposed to be learning. Kind of crazy. It is. And I can probably count on my, on one hand, how many friends I have that are of that same caliber that it'll be sometimes a year before I've talked to them because we just don't run in the same circles. But one or, or both of us will reach out to one another and say, hey, man, how have you been, been going? I haven't seen you in a while. And just it's as though we have Never been hugging talking. for every day. Yeah, it's it's pretty remarkable. Those are very special relationships, and they should be cherished uh, as as that, as precious, because you don't run across those. Like you said, you don't run across those very often. Mm-hmm. And kudos to those people who are able to continue to maintain those type of friendships through distance or through whatever, just life in general. So, yeah, they, that can be very rewarding. So, anything else, Kaylee? Friend-wise? Um, tell me your friends walk all over you. I think that's something I did a lot in high school. I definitely got into a friend group, and I was like, I'll do anything. Because I, I didn't, like, have a whole lot of friends my senior year. I didn't have a whole lot of friends. Like, I would, mm. I messed up a lot in high school, so I was always in a different school or always doing something different in high school, so I didn't have the same friends group at all. So I would always be like, oh, this friend group wants my attention. Let me do everything I can to be a part of this friend group, and let me throw away my whole self to be a part of this friend group. Don't do that. That's not going to be friends that are going to last you. I don't talk to any of those people anymore. You want to find the people who are going to encourage you to be yourself and not push you down to be something that benefits them. Excellent. Sage advice from the youth of today. This right here proves to me, anyway, that there is hope for our future. <laughs> that there are, that, that it's starting to, to trigger in, in, in the young people the, the wisdom that have, we have so long been trying to get across <laughs> to them. And I jest, of course. Kaylee is a very bright young lady, and she has some great insights. And that's why she's here. Thought it would be great to uh, to bring her in and have her share some of her thoughts. So, anything else? No. Okay, we'll call this one good. If, uh, if you've got any thoughts on friendships, on introverted, extroverted, uh, or maybe even some of the other multiple uh, personality types that there are out there, feel free to share. We'd love to hear from you. So, take care, and we'll see you later.